Hello, and a warm welcome to my Asthma Spotlight podcast. I'm Dr. Mark Levy. I'm a family doctor with a special interest in asthma. My aim is to help people with asthma and also their caregivers to understand more about this disease and how to stay safe. I will share lots of information about asthma. However, I will not be able to answer any personal medical questions for which you should really consult your own doctor. The opinions I express in the Asthma Spotlight podcast are my own and they are not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as medical, health or professional advice of any kind. Please do see the disclaimer details in the podcast description. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Asthma Spotlight podcast. A few weeks ago, I interviewed Dr. Gregory Birch about his digital health passport. And we spoke about how it could help people with asthma. And today, it's my great pleasure in being joined by Dr. Thomas Altalfi, who is from smartrespiratory.com. And uh, before I introduce uh, Thomas, I must uh, make a disclosure, and that is that I have been providing consultancy advice for uh, Thomas and smartrespiratory.com over the last few years. So, Thomas, welcome, and uh, um, we're delighted to have you join us at this podcast today. So can you uh, briefly tell us a bit about yourself and uh, outline your products? Yes, hello, Mike. It's a pleasure to be there and really an honour. Uh, and it's an honour to be working with you on other fronts as well. So you mentioned it in a disclaimer, but I'm actually proud of it, <laughs> uh, of, of being able to do work together. Um, so my name is Thomas Antalfi. I'm originally a medical graduate turned computer programmer, turned crazy inventor, and one of the founders of Smart Respiratory, where we, we specialise on tracking the course of asthma, both for people with asthma and for clinicians. Um, asthma, as most of your listeners will be aware, is a variable disease. It's actually uh, uh, defined as variable airway obstruction, meaning it, it, sometimes it's, 
it's difficult for you to breathe in and other times it's easier. And this, it's this variability that makes it difficult to tell apart what is a random fluctuation, just things going better or going worse, and what is a significant downturn in in the asthma condition. And that's difficult for both patients and for clinicians to, to tell apart without having a, a digital recording and just relying on, on the memory of patients. Okay, thank you. So um, you you um, you have two products, really. The one is a, a dose counter, and the other one is a peak flow meter. Um, so let's just start talking a bit about the dose counter. Um, can you tell the listeners why you thought that this was an important thing to invent and how your dose counter helps people with asthma? Yes, so inhalers are the major therapy for asthma and for for respiratory diseases. Uh, the most frequent type of inhalers is what's called an MDI, a metered dose inhaler, which sounds very scientific. It's the inhalers with a little canister, pressurized canister in them. Um, so these are the most frequent uh, inhalers. Um, and primarily amongst them, which gets talked about a lot, is the rescue or reliever inhalers, the, the, the blue inhalers, which give patients uh, immediate relief, but also harbor some, uh, some, some dangers for patients, which I'm sure you've been discussing in, in, in previous episodes. Um, our, our device called Smart Rescue is a little cap which fits on top of the, the canister of the, the, on the pressurized canister of the inhaler. Every time you use the inhaler and you press down on the inhaler, you automatically press down on a button that's on top of this cap. Uh, and that records when the inhaler has been used, which sounds very uninteresting, really. I mean, who cares when they use their inhaler uh, until you get to understand the inhalers a bit better. These pressurized inhalers, are a bit like deodorants where you, you press down it goes and it, it, it a little bit of gas or propellant uh, uh, forces out a bit of medication or in the case of uh, of a deodorant a bit of deodorant out of the can um, now you probably had the experience with the deodorant where it, it, it keeps going but there's nothing coming out of it because it, the, the can's empty and you can feel it's light. Uh, the same thing happens with inhalers. The difference is you can't feel the can getting light and that this uh, uh, puffing goes on a lot longer than with, with deodorants. The actual number is that the typical uh, blue inhaler contains 200 doses of drug uh, that gives you r relief from airway constriction uh, and has 300 doses of propellant. So after the drug has run out, you still have 100 puffs when it keeps going puff, 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 and, and you think you're taking, you're taking the inhaler. Um, we have actually asked uh, more than 500 asthma patients about how do they know when the inhaler has run out and the most frequent answer is most people think if it keeps puffing, it's okay. Uh, so now, that's really important. Um, so um, we're talking about inhalers or puffers which don't have a counter because some of the inhalers do have a counter. And so um, you, what you're saying is that somebody could carry on using their inhaler when it's empty. So they might feel that they're getting a drug but there's no drug left because all they're getting is the propellant. Is that what you're saying? 
Absolutely, and you know, you can't tell. For one thing, the the inhaler is in your mouth. You can't even see if anything's coming out. You can hear it go puff, uh, which means there was gas in there, but was there drug in there? Okay, so how does your counter help? The the counter will will count how many times you've used your inhaler. Uh, so if your inhaler does not have a counter, then it, it stores the information about how many times you've been puffing or, or actuating your inhaler. Um, it, it, sim it works by simply touching your phone to it, as you do with contactless payment. Uh, but instead of seeing your credit card, you will see how many puffs left in the inhaler. Um, so that's that's really useful in not not using your inhaler beyond empty and thinking you're getting getting a drug. Think you're thinking you're inhaling a drug when actually all you're getting is gas. And so um, you you say um, the the information from the counter gets transmitted to your phone, and that's an uh, any kind of phone, is it an Android or an iPhone? Yes, any kind of phone, as long as it 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 is touch enabled. So if you can use your phone for payment, or you can use your phone with your Oyster card or as an entry card, uh, then it works. Okay, and then that information is provided in the form of an application of an app. Is that right? Yes, it's it's an app which you touch to your your device, and it immediately shows how many puffs left. It also shows when you've been taking those puffs. And you might think you remember when you've been taking it, but going back a week or two or a month or two, uh, it's not it's not that easy to to remember. And the app, having all this data digitized, can show trends in increased or decreased use. Um, you, you can see whether these link up with or, or connect to other events in your life. Maybe maybe your your asthma is triggered by something occupational, and you you find using more on work days. Maybe it's sports-related, so it, it will help you, you find your triggers, and it will also help your healthcare provider a lot to see your pattern of uh, inhaler use. Okay, so the the information from the inhaler gets transmitted to the app, and then what kind of information um, uh, does the app provide for the user, for somebody with asthma? Uh, quite a few different types of things. Uh, it can warn you on overusing your rescue inhaler, which is quite a frequent uh, thing and, and happens to a lot of people with asthma. Um, it can warn you if you forgot to take your preventer inhaler, which again happens a fair bit. It's easy to forget about your inhaler unless you build it into your daily routine. Uh, and the phone seems to be part of the daily routine of everyone nowadays. So <laughs> getting a ping for your phone that does help. Um, it uh, it will produce charts which you can show to your healthcare provider. Um, it will it will warn you if you've been uh, using your inhaler beyond empty. It will figure out how many inhalers you you will be using per year at the current rate, and the number of inhalers used or rescue inhalers used per year is closely linked to your asthma to your risk of an asthma exacerbation, asthma attack, or even to asthma death uh, if it gets extreme. Okay, so um, and the other thing that you didn't mention was. Uh, in, in a previous podcast, I spoke about um, identifying when people are having attacks. And one of the ways you can tell you're having an attack is if you need to use your rescue inhaler more frequently. And so does the app provide information 
or um, people on on well, it's really danger information, a risk of of an attack or that you are actually having an attack. Does the app provide that sort of information for people? Yes, for rescue inhalers, it, it gives you a warning and, and a visual indication if you use more than eight puffs a day uh, or if you use it more than four times a week. And I think it's easy to get over-reliant on, on the rescue medication because they give you immediate relief. Uh, and we also call them reliever inhalers. I think probably rescue inhalers, which is more the American name, is more appropriate. If yeah. you find you need to be rescued too often, uh, that's a problem. If 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 you're if if you need rescuing often, that means you're in constant danger. Okay. So um, from what I understand, um, this this app and the the counter combination provide is that it helps people to tell when the inhaler is empty. It acts as a reminder to take medication. And there we're talking about the preventer or the controller medication. It records when medication has been taken and how often it's been taken. And that kind of information be useful for your doctor when you're having an asthma review. Because if your asthma is poorly controlled, then you might not be taking the medication as you should be or as you've been advised to. And then in addition... In the case of the rescue inhalers, um, the counter can act as a warning system to tell you that an attack might be developing. And that's really if you're taking it more frequently uh, and also if you're using it regularly, that could be another dangerous sign. Have I managed to capture all the information there about the counter? Yes, absolutely. As one of our patients had said, it takes the guesswork away. It, it has it all recorded automatically without you having to do much, just using your inhaler. Excellent. And you can share that information with your healthcare provider. Yes, it, it, it produces a PDF chart, a PDF report, which you can email to your practice or, or, your, uh, or your nurse or, or specialist. Okay. All right. So we've spoken about the counter. So tell tell our listeners a bit more about the peak flow that you've invented and um, how it may be helpful in asthma. We've mentioned a little bit about the variability of asthma and the fact that some people find it difficult to tell when their asthma is poorly controlled. So um, tell us about your peak flow meter and how it connects to the app that you've uh, invented. Yes, let, let me start with, with peak flow. If it's not clear for all, all the listeners, uh, people with asthma have have the same lung capacity as you and I. So it's not that their lungs are smaller, it's that the airways are narrower. So as, as asthma kicks in, the airways get narrower. And through narrower airways, it's more difficult to exhale. It's like trying to blow through a straw. The, the narrower the straw, the more difficult it is to, to press out the air. What, what peak flow meters do is they simply measure how fast you can blow out the air. Now, this... this maybe sounds as if something you definitely feel if you have to blow through a straw you would feel that wouldn't you but still there's there's significant reductions in in the cross section of your airways which you cannot feel so by the time you feel your being short of breath that means you're well advanced into in into your lungs uh, being in a poor condition so can Whereas, I just to interrupt you so what you're saying is that uh, the the peak flow measurement which is a lung function measurement, will help people to tell earlier 
that their airways are getting tight than if they wait until they're having trouble breathing. Is that Absolutely. Point? So it will, will give you an, an early warning uh, well before you get into big trouble. Okay. Uh, it is similar to measuring your blood pressure. You can't feel your blood pressure going up until your head starts getting red and it's really bad. Um, and uh, so we have to measure it. And it's important whether you took your your uh, hypertension medication, but being able to actually measure your blood pressure is 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 very useful information. It's similar with asthma. It's it's it good. It's important to know you've been taking your inhalers and when and how, but but the actual lung constriction is is the the the, the root of the asthma definition, and being able to measure that uh, is important. But from the patient perspective, it's a drag, you know, ha having a peak flow meter somewhere in the bathroom cupboard, not forgetting to use it, blowing it three times. Uh, it's, it's something that, that the most people with asthma um, understandably hate doing. What, what we've been doing, we've been making this process more, more convenient. So our, our smart peak flow meter is, is much smaller. It fits in the palm of your hand. Uh, it, it connects to your phone which means that your phone can remind you that you don't forget to, to take your measurements. All you do is blow into it three times and it will, will work out your lung function, tell you how that compares to your, your uh, maximum uh, um, lung, lung function. I mean, how much your, your, your airways are constricted or your peak flow has dropped compared to your personal best. Uh, and once we do that, we also ask two additional questions about your symptoms uh, and about your your rescue inhaler use. And these three can be done in probably less than a minute. Um, and, and they're really useful in, in uh, keeping track of your asthma. I mean, most of us use our phones on average. I think the last number was four or five hours a day. So spending one minute of those four hours in, in keeping track of your asthma is a good investment of your time. Okay. Um, can I just go back to something you said? You said um, you, you measure your peak flow three times. Now, for those people that don't use peak flow meters, um, we usually advise people to take three measurements um, and then to choose the best one as their measurement. And um, so what happens with the system? Somebody does three measurements. Does the system, I assume the system will record the best of the three. Is that what it does? Yes, it's like the Olympic long jump. You have three trial, three, three runs and the best counts. So it's the same with, with peak flow. You, you, get, you get to try three times and the best counts. Okay. And then the application um, with peak flow, there are normal peak flow charts. Now, we usually advise people to use their best ever peak flow as their normal peak flow. Um, now, your application, does that provide a, a way to store the best reading or the person's normal reading? Yes, it will ask. When you first use the app, it will ask whether you know what your personal best is. Uh, and if you do, you can use that. Uh, if you don't, it will estimate your personal best based on your age, height and sex. Um, and it will go back a few weeks later and check whether whether you, whether you can come near your personal best. Because if you never even get close to your personal best, that might have been something you could do when you were eighteen. But but it's, it's not your current personal best or your your uh, or the, the or your lung function when it when it when your asthma is uh, inactive. Okay, and so the importance of that. Um is really 
So when you measure your peak flow, the app will check your peak flow against your best reading. And I assume it'll give a warning to the person if their peak flow is low. How, how does that work in the app? Uh, yes, it compares your peak flow to your your personal best. Uh, traditionally, we've been considering the the green zone when your your peak flow is uh, eighty to hundred percent of your personal best, and the yellow zone when your peak flow is between sixty and eighty percent of your personal best and under sixty percent. So it, it's it's all, almost half of your normal uh, reading is the red zone, uh, and. Uh, uh, people with asthma should have an asthma action plan. Uh, and if, if if your listeners don't, I encourage them to ask for one at their next consultation. Um, and these asthma action plans, one, one of the objective uh, numbers they look at is how your peak flow has changed compared to your personal best. Uh, and also they look at symptoms and, and relieve really inhaler use just as we do. Good. And so that, that becomes really important when somebody's Asthma's out of control when they're having an attack because you've got a number to compare against the best reading. And so tell tell us um, why or in what way your peak flow meter differs from the usual kind that uh, doctors are prescribing. Well, several things. One is since it's connected to the phone, your phone can remind you to use it so you don't forget about it. Um, the, the second is your readings get recorded automatically, so you don't need to find your paper chart and find the ballpoint pen and, and take a note of it. Uh, the third, it automatically draws your chart, so you can see how your current reading relates to your past days or past week's result. Um, and lastly, it, the app records not just your peak flow, but also your symptoms, whether you had no symptoms, mild symptoms, moderate or severe symptoms, and it will record your rescue inhaler use. And these three things together, your peak flow, your symptoms, and your rescue inhaler use are important uh, asthma control information, both for you and for your healthcare provider. Um, how to combine these three readings, uh, that's something, again, our app can help with. So it will help you uh, recognize if your if your lung function is deteriorating. Uh, it will help you recognize if, if several several things are, are, are coinciding or colliding to, to make your condition worse. Uh, and we'll, we'll warn you on these things. So um, I suppose just thinking about the current situation after the COVID pandemic, a lot of people are having remote consultations or video or telephone consultations with their doctors. That's in the UK and in other countries. And so um, you said that the the system provides a, a PDF if the patient wants it, um, which can be shared with the doctor. So um, is it easy to produce a report which can be shared with the doctor before a remote consultation? Yes, with, with, since all the data is digital, that's one of the beauties of the digital age, you can just press the download button and get the PDF report for your last 30 or last 90 days. Uh, and then you can share it through any mechanism, uh, e e email or Twitter or WhatsApp or whatever you practice uses, most likely email, um, which can be your chat or, or can be your child's or, 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 or parent uh, chat if you're taking care of someone with asthma. 
And can you do it straight from the iPhone or the Android, or do you have to send the information to a computer first? No, no, this works straight from your phone. It's, 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 nowadays, we do everything with our phones only. <laughs> and I suppose a question um, that I have really related to the, the app and the information. So the app will do all these calculations. You don't need to be a math genius to work out the percentages. But um, I suppose one of the questions a lot of people will ask is, can this information be sent directly into a medical record, a general practice record or a hospital record? Is that something that you've thought about? Yes, these PDF reports are similar to a lab report or an X-ray report your, your GP might receive. And it can be similarly archived with your personal uh, health records uh, to the to the the GP practice records. Okay, okay. So if I can just summarize, um, the peak flow meter and the peak flow readings um, with the app can help to add as an early warning system that an attack is developing by signaling to you if you're using the app that the readings are lower than your bed or have been lower over the last few days and um, if they are dropping. So um, I suppose, is, is that a fair summary of what the big flow and the app do? Yes, absolutely. And I think on the personal side, uh, for most people with asthma, asthma is this big black dark cloud that hover, hovers above them through their lifetime. Uh, and and the reality is, and uh, as, as you know, I, I can probably quote you saying this, that asthma attacks don't develop from one hour to the next. So it, it's not as if in the morning you're playing squash and in the afternoon you're in a coffin. Uh, that, that asthma attacks take days and weeks to build up. And there are early signs, which unfortunately you can't feel. However, in a minute a day, you can you can track your your lung condition, your inhaler use, your symptoms, uh, and that will give you early warning size, signs, signs, uh, days, or even a week or two before you get into serious trouble. So you have time to seek help. You have time to catch up on your medication if you've been slacking on it, uh, and uh, avoiding things getting worse. Excellent. Okay. So now I'm aware that a lot of healthcare professionals also listen to the app. So could you briefly add what your system offers healthcare professionals um, that they might not have access to um, when looking after people with asthma? Yes, for, for healthcare professionals, we have a, a single patient report, which is the one we've been discussing before, which the patient can generate on their phone, a, a PDF report and send to the healthcare provider. Uh, we also have a, a, a way for keeping track of a patient population or a number of patients for a practice or a hospital uh, in the form of a dashboard. Uh, which will list all the the, the patients on the, the clinical program or that belong to that healthcare provider and and show the results of all these patients with with patient consent of course um, and all, all, all this data uh, also contains some calculations and, and metrics important to healthcare professionals so it will automatically calculate daily peak flow variability uh, it will it will show ACT ACQ test results, which are asthma condition mini surveys um, that, that that show up on this dashboard, uh, and we can also show 
um, validated signs of ineffective medication. And this sounds very scientific, but it's basically a, a statistical measure on uh, peak flow symptoms and relivery inhaler use, uh, showing that the patient is in danger of, a, of a, an asthma attack, meaning their medication regime is ineffective. And then, of course, it's, it, it's up to the healthcare professional to decide what the next step is in that case. But, but the, the the signs and signals are there and clearly marked. Good. And just in case people are worried about data protection, as you said, um, this data would only be shared with the patient or with the person's permission. Yes, the data is primarily on the patient's phone. Yeah. Uh, and patients have to either proactively send it somewhere and that they, they yeah. decide who, who they send it to and how and when, or they can give uh, data sharing consent to their healthcare provider li listed in the app. And yeah. this consent, they can withdraw at any time. So they can decide, uh, I picked a different doctor or or I just decided not to share my data anymore. The data shared is, is uh, anonymized. So we don't know where you live. We <laughs> we don't know who your friends are. We just we're just dealing with uh, the, these three streams of data: your peak flow, your symptoms, and your rescue and other use. So it's not like Facebook, in other words. No, uh, and uh, no, I'm not going to be as rich as Mark Zuckerberg either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then um, the other question I, I want to ask was: um, How much does the system cost? So if somebody wanted. The peak flow meter and the counter, um, and uh, and the app. How, how much would it cost somebody? Yes, uh, both of these you can find on our smartasthma.com page. Um, both of these now work on a, a subscription basis, where you have a small uh, upfront fee of ten fifteen pounds, uh, which is comparable to what you would be paying for a mechanical peak flow meter, um, and then then you have a monthly a monthly subscription in the case of the inhaler counter device that's one pound a month and for, or 99p a month and for the 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 smart peak flow and the smart asthma app it's uh, uh it's two pounds a month okay and is this available all over the world um Quite a few countries. We, we, we the the app itself is in almost thirty different languages and being used from New Zealand to India to Thailand to uh, South Africa and all, all kind of other places. Not in the US um, yet, uh, but it is, and there's, there's quite a few people uh, happily using it. At, at this point, we have seventy thousand people who have downloaded our app and taken two million measurements with it. So. Uh, there's a, we we have a lot of a lot of happy people uh, right. on our system. Good, that's very really impressive. Okay, well, thank you, Thomas. Thank you so much. So, um, if I could just summarize briefly, um, we've heard about the smart respiratory peak flow and dose counter. Um, we've heard that it provides a system for recording use of your inhalers. That's your reliever and your preventer inhaler. And it also records information about your lung function um, by using a peak flow meter. And then the information is available in an app on an iPhone or an Android and provides alerts for you to tell you or to remind you to take medication, to warn you if you're taking too much of your reliever, which is a signal that you might be having an attack. And um, it also provides you with information 
that you can share with your healthcare professional. So thank you very much, Thomas. I really appreciate you giving us the time and a nice clear explanation of your, uh, your equipment. And so I will put a link in the text um, to the uh, smartasthma.com and the smartrespiratory.com websites for anybody who's interested in following this up. So thank, thank you. Thank you, Mark. We're we, we a, we a big fan of your podcast and we're actually working on making it available to our app so, so the information gets, or the podcast gets to more people. That's very nice to hear. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you found this helpful, and I hope you did, please click the like and the follow buttons and share this podcast. Please do send me any feedback or questions to my email address, asthmaspotlight at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to answer these in future episodes.